Hello, welcome to the New Stack Makers, a podcast where we talk about at scale application development, deployment, and management. KubeCon and Cloud NativeCon conferences gather adopters and technologists to further the education and advancement of cloud native computing. The vendor neutral events feature domain experts and key maintainers behind popular projects like Kubernetes, Prometheus, Envoy, Core DNS, Container, and more. Hey, all, we are here at KubeCon in Los Angeles. It's the last day of KubeCon. And next up will be Valencia, Spain, and then on to Detroit. But for now, we are talking about reaching the incubator stage for open source projects with the CNCF. And we have some individuals who represent two projects. One is Crossplane, and the other is OpenTelemetry. So why don't you go uh, around and just introduce yourselves, if you could. My name is Dan Mangum. I'm a maintainer of the Crossplane project. I work at a company called Upbound, which the creators of Crossplane started. And I do some upstream Kubernetes work as well. Hi, I'm Constance. I am a principal software engineer at Splunk. And I'm on the Open Telemetry Governance Committee along with Ted. I'm also co-chair of this event. Ah. Yeah. And I'm Ted. I work at Lightstep, but... I'm one of the OpenTelemetry co-founders, so I spend most of my time on that project. So I have to ask you, do you get any sleep as a maintainer? It depends. You know, I feel like it goes in cycles. Maybe if we're trying to get to incubation stage, no. But at other times, you know, it, it ebbs and flows a little bit, I think, with project health. Now, why would you not get any sleep coming up to incubation stage? Well, I think it depends on how the project goes. We were talking about this a little bit before. Crossplane's process was actually fairly smooth. We definitely had a lot of folks chipping in on that, especially one of the creators of the project, Jared Watts. He did a lot of the effort around getting feedback from end users and talking to various other companies that were involved with maintaining the project. And so we had a, a really positive experience. It was great to get good feedback. And, and the folks at the CNCF also helped us a lot through the process as well. So tell us about Crossplane. Well, the main reason that folks usually come to Crossplane is they want to be able to provision infrastructure using the same APIs they use to provision workloads on Kubernetes. So while you may be familiar with creating a deployment or a pod or something like that, we allow you to create something like an RDS instance, and then we manage that externally for you on AWS or a cloud SQL instance on GCP, et cetera. We also give you a layer to create abstractions on top of that, so you can build a platform, so you can say present to your developers an API for a database, and that can be satisfied by an RDS instance or a Cloud SQL instance, and that doesn't have to actually be exposed to them. They get a consistent way to see that. So we usually use a phrase like build your own Heroku or something like that, and that's built on top of Kubernetes. Okay, and Constance, maybe you could tell us about OpenTelemetry. Uh, actually, I feel like Ted should get the credit for Ted? this. <laughs> no, because of, like, because of your history for the projects, yeah. like you definitely... Sure. Yeah. You get yeah. the stage. Tech. All right. All right. Yeah. So Open Telemetry is the merger of two prior projects, Open Tracing, which is a CNCF incubated project. Right. Uh, and we can talk a bit about that in our incubation discussion. Yeah. And Open Census, which was an right. open source project from Google. And they both had a very similar pedigree and had the same goal of standardizing telemetry in distributed systems. So we decided to merge the projects to ensure that there would be one single standard that we could get the whole community behind. And that merged project became Open Telemetry. Okay. And so, Constance, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that merging and how that then influenced your path to incubation. 
And I would love to hear as well, how do you even get to the path to incubation? Long time. We're just talking about this. One of our hesitations about wanting to apply for incubation is that we offer traces, metrics, and logs. But our first thing that we committed to for open telemetry was getting traces done. And so we were trying to balance how quickly we can make progress on tracing everything else because the open tracing community had been, I guess you can almost say in pause, I think that's a fair word to use, mm-hmm. for so long. We want to make sure that they can start adopting newer variations of telemetry tracing, specifically. So we were trying to get that done. I think we are pretty lucky. Like the project took about two years to get to incubation from its creation. And that's a lot of work. I think there was over like 600 contributors over roughly almost 100 different companies representing that. So there's been a lot of hard work getting there. Yeah, that was definitely a question we had of when do we want to incubate? Because it's a very broad project where we're talking about all the different kinds of telemetry systems can emit. So you've yeah, traces, logs, metrics, also eBPF, ROM, like it, all it these just things. keeps on going. So at what point do we cut it off? But because open tracing was already an incubated project, the community had kind of moved over to open telemetry already, and the tracing portion of open telemetry was stable. It was ready to replace open tracing entirely. I should also mention open telemetry is completely backwards compatible with open tracing. There was this kind of weird gap where the more advanced project was open telemetry. But if you looked at the CNCF's project list, it looked like open tracing was the more advanced project. So we applied for incubation so that by getting open telemetry to incubation, we could then archive the open tracing project. And that would kind of clear the landscape up within the CNCF and make it match kind of reality a bit better. And that's a lot of moving parts, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Open telemetry is a big project. It's hard to keep track of. I'm always impressed when people are like, okay, all these things here and you get an update. But also like, that's actually when uh, talking about incubation process, we had to put a lot of effort into our docs because a lot of people would say like Ted or Alida would know where things are, but we didn't have it properly documented of like, hey, what is the actual pulse? Is this in beta, GA? And so for us, it was doing a lot of tidying up and making sure that we can clearly communicate where we are, what are our plans for the future, so people can know what to expect going forward. How did that compare to your experiences at Crossplane? Yeah, so I was actually talking with them beforehand, and we had a bit of a similar experience, but in a different vein. Crossplane, the way it works is we have kind of a core engine. Uh, We call it Crossplane Core. Uh, And then we have different providers, which is probably familiar to folks who have used infrastructure as code tools like Terraform or something like that. And those will target the different cloud providers or other external APIs. And those have varying levels of maturity. So thinking about that from a maintainer perspective, we wanted to make sure that we gave a strong signal of maturity and backwards compatibility of APIs. So we really focused in on that cross-plane core component and getting that to maturity and making sure we were stable. And then the providers... We had a unique experience, which is not common to a lot of CNCF projects, but we actually developed a conformance program along with our incubation process. So that was another kind of separate effort that we went through. It's very similar to Kubernetes conformance program. Um, So we developed that, which allows providers to grow and mature and actually folks outside the cross-plane ecosystem to develop their own cross-plane providers and make sure they're conformant with our standards that are defined as part of the core. What were the major differences, do you think, when you hear their story compared to yours? 
I don't know all of the details of their story, but I think one of the things was we didn't have that challenge of an existing project being there. We are definitely kind of new in the space, but we did have the same challenge, which I think maybe all CNCF projects face, of really uh, defining a very clear and concise mission for the project. We had a similar thing where our project is very wide-reaching and really just boiling that down to a sentence and, and, you know, saying in this CNCF ecosystem, this is the hole that we're going to plug, right? And making sure that our project and our documentation and marketing and everything around that all pointed to that mission. And so it's very simple to explain, this is what this project's here for, and this is why it should be incubating. Tim, sound of clarity. So what is your mission statement now, and how is it different than it was before? I feel like it's still... It's the same. same. Yeah, yeah we, I think we had to just make sure it was clear to people. The, the project has a clear boundary, which is the generation and transmission of telemetry. So one thing the project will never get involved in is analysis. Like we're never going to make a backend like Prometheus or Jaeger, all these other projects have a place where you store the data and look at it and do something with it. Open telemetry is just a standard for the data going into all of these different systems. So we want to play well with the community of different open source and vendor projects that analyze data and do root cause analysis and like all that stuff for people. But open telemetry never wants to get involved in that game. We want to just be the standard data that all of these different projects consume. I see. So you're the data they consume as opposed to you kind of bringing in the data and to analyze. No analyzing, because we can bring it. We have the collector that also can forward the data and right. manipulate it in ways, but yeah. no analyzing. No analyzing. Yeah. But it, it still ends up being a big project because there's a lot of different telemetry sources, and then we have to make sure this works across all the different programming languages and environments that are out there. So as a result of that, the project has just a lot of membership. So it's a very wide project in that respect. So tell me then, you've all reached incubation status. How did you get that approval? What was that a process like? So I guess like we all know, we're like preparing that doc. I guess interested to find out if like for your tag is different, but like for us, we worked with a tag observability where they did a due diligence and asking questions of like, does it technically make sense? Do Are things compatible? What are our vision? Like, especially for the observability space. I guess you can say there's a lot of offerings there. And so making sure that like, hey, if we're going to add another thing there, let's make sure that we can have a vision and a future for where we can also still collaborate so we don't create any fragmentation there. Then once we've answered those questions, working with the TOC and enabling them to get the answers they need is for us. Absolutely. We had a a similar experience. Uh, A big part that was really interesting from my perspective was talking to those end users. It's definitely something, you know, in in your project Slack channels and things like that, you hear folks all the time saying, you know, I love this project or I hate this project or I'm using it in production or something like that. And you can kind of get a feel for the sentiment around your project. But, you know, to go into incubation status, you actually need some tangible evidence of that. So there was a lot of user interviews and getting folks to provide quotes and that sort of thing and talk about their usage of it, which from a maintainer perspective, that was super rewarding because, you know, it feels like, oh, we built this thing and folks actually think it's useful. Well, listen, I want to thank you uh, for coming by. It sounds like you made it through the incubation process. Looks like it was a little bit more complicated just because you had multiple projects kind of like merging together. But there's some definite similarities with Crossplane and the process that they went through. I guess it comes down to that mission, doesn't it? It really comes down to that core mission and how you can really then follow through with that. And that's not easy to do. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Super exciting. 
KubeCon and CloudNativeCon conferences gather adopters and technologists to further the education and advancement of cloud native computing. The vendor neutral events feature domain experts and key maintainers behind popular projects like Kubernetes, Prometheus, Envoy, CoreDNS, Containered, and more. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on Simplecast to listen to more episodes of the new Stack Makers. Then create and share your favorite audiogram using our Simplecast player. For more great stories, go to thenewstack.io.